Tech Times is a mobile podcast comprised of five to seven minute bite-sized episodes about various and current tech topics of interest. The commentary is brief and gives the listener an inside view to how our ever-evolving world of technology is perceived, all from a light-hearted viewpoint. Welcome back to Tech Times. This is episode 65. It's been a while since I brought you an episode, but it's good to be back. And I have a longtime friend I'm going to be talking to today. This podcast is relatively longer than the seven-minute bite-sized episodes I bring you, but I'm hoping you'll enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome to Tech Times, the podcast. I have a very special guest this evening. His name is Paul Eversley, longtime friend of mine, and he is going to speak to us about his journey into cybersecurity consulting. Paul, first of all, thank you for allowing me to interview you. I hope everything is going well with you and the family. Yeah, thank you very much, Doug. The pleasure is all mine, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting journey, and I'm sure that you've got lots of questions, well, a few questions that you want to ask me about that journey, and also to, um, you know, future. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let's kick it off, and of course, the first question I have for you is, tell us a little about yourself, a little bit about yourself, and yeah. what made you transition into the ever popular and ever necessary field of cybersecurity consulting. Yeah, sure, Doug. Well, interesting story. Um, Most of my work experience falls within the pharmaceutical industry, spanning more than 30 years in various specialties across Barbados, the UK, and the Cayman Islands. Um, I have always had an interest in technology, something different, and um, I wanted to use my brain more, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to do something because pharmacy, in my opinion, was getting harder and harder. And in addition, pharmacies are inviting targets for cyber criminals. So when a pharmacy is hit by a data breach, the incident may cause significantly money to fix, disrupt the care for the patients, and result in lawsuits. I also wanted to be part of an exciting, um, I should say, field, and more, I should say, challenging field. Now, I would say that my interest in cyber peaked in 2017 when they had the infamous WannaCry ransomware attack. As you know, Doug, that disrupted the healthcare system, not only in the UK, but also in the US also too. And um, most of the services in the um, NHS, what we will call the government services, were infected with the ransomware, and they were found to be running the supported, but the unpatched Microsoft Windows 7 operating system at the time. So obviously, we moved on from Windows 7. And in terms of consultancy, well, when you think about it, I would probably be doing it all my life as a pharmacist whereby I've been consulting patients, I've been consulting with other health professionals. So I said, you know what, why not merge the two? Knowing that there's an unknown word, there's a um, cybersecurity um, combined with my experience as a healthcare professional. And, you know, a professional who also advises and educates the businesses on how to protect themselves from cyber threats. So as a cybersecurity consultant, 
I'll be working daily to keep the critical infrastructure secure and also to constantly be facing with new and engaging challenges. Um, one of the most appealing aspects of a career in cybersecurity for me is that the field could be applied to many different industries, um, from government to nonprofit to the private sector. And in my opinion, the highest demand for cybersecurity workers are in industries that manage high volumes of consumer data, such as finance, the aforementioned healthcare, and of course, the retail trade. Oh, I see. Fantastic. That's a perfect segue. Uh, pretty much you covered some of it, but uh, what I was going to ask you is tell us a little bit specifically about KPN Consultancy and the services that your business offers. Yeah, sure, Doug. Well, KPN Consultancy is a personalized information security and enterprise risk management consultancy. With the information security consulting services mean that KPN Consultancy will oversee ensuring that a client's data is appropriately protected and free from cyber attacks and other issues. The position is far more intricate and crucial to the contemporary business. And with regards to the enterprise risk management services, of course, they're consultative by nature, and they're also managed services to identify and to respond to enterprise risk and critical, critical events. So for example, some of the services that KPN would offer would be um, information security management system implementation, enterprise risk management. Of course, a lot of people think that cybersecurity is all about technical, but one of the major factors of cybersecurity is the human element. And a lot of people tend to forget that. So because of that, how do we go about that? Of course, policies, you put policies in place that will help people manage themselves regarding cybersecurity. So we also offer policy creation of policies. And of course, interlink that with the employees, train the employees up with the latest threats, behaviors, things along that nature, so that they will be, I would say, probably not 100%, but close to when it comes to mitigating um, cyber attacks. I also mentioned risk management. Of course, you'd carry your necessary risk assessments, not only from a cyber point of view, but also across the whole organization, the whole enterprise. And of course, things like, in addition, business analysis and change management. Fantastic, fantastic. As a business that now is amassing uh, a number of clientele, tell me about a typical work day at KPN Consultancy. Yeah, sure. Well, typical work day. I mean, it varies from uh, consulting this consultancy, but I can say with regards to KPN, um, a day in the life at KPN includes protecting the employer's computer networks and, of course, their digital assets. Um, we perform targeted tests to identify vulnerabilities, and we also design and implement strategies for improving organizational cybersecurity. Um, one way we do it is um, we identify security threats by conducting tests and assessments to analyze employers or clients' computers networks. And these operations identify specific areas of weakness and potential threats. Of course, having done that, you also need to formulate security strategies. And we use various types of strategies when proposing improvements. So at KPN, consultants present options to their employers or clients who can then implement their suggestions. 
of course, when an attack happens, how do we respond to those attacks? So we also implement response measures. So the response measures, you look at once again, I talk about the organization, the enterprise, and the organizational cybersecurity process requires professionals at KPN to apply security improvements, include blocking attackers' efforts to bypass safeguards. And of course, if your system is not up to par, well, then you are exposing yourself to a lot of threats, vulnerabilities. So of course, we have to look at the system to make sure that they're well upgraded and that they can stand to the test of, well, test of time at that point in time. And as I mentioned before, Doug, um, we talk about creating policies. And also, too, because of that, we have to compile reports. So we generate detailed reports through the project lifecycle. And these reports play a major role in the testing and threat monitoring process. So um, some consultants may present these reports to their IT teams, the leads, the managers, or the executives. And mind you, may I also add that some of these company reports, as I said, they're valuable because they provide a rich history moving forward into the future if anything should arise. Um, there are also some non non-duty for cybersecurity um, consultants. So for example, you know, you delegate tasks to IT team members, you meet with clients or management. And of course, I talk about training. So the up and coming junior IT people and security staff, you train them up. And I also mentioned um, compliance. You, very important, I every couple of weeks at KPN, we tend to upgrade um, our knowledge base because every threat and vulnerability that we come across more or less have to be um, documented. And this creates a library of threats and vulnerabilities. So if anything happens, well, then we have something that we can refer to moving forward. Absolutely, fantastic. I wanna circle back around to something you said earlier, um, mm -hmm. which, uh, which is very true. One of the biggest, aspects of dealing with cybersecurity is not necessarily the ever-evolving threat landscape and the evolving technology. However, one of the most important things and one of the most hardest things to deal with is the human element. Yeah. What kind of what kind of challenges do you see currently right now as a consulting firm? in dealing with that aspect, yeah. what would you say would be some future challenges you have to deal with? All right. Well, as we, we rightly mentioned, the human factor, uh, one of the things about the cyber environment, that it is constantly changing, and that's a challenge within itself. So what you know today could be outdated within the next day or so. And for those not paying close attention, run the risk of easily falling behind. So for example, we have like, you know, some of these enterprises, organizations, or even small and medium enterprise businesses. Um, you have the guys that are running these businesses and there's a growing value of information security in the business world that cannot be overstated. So you have CEOs, um, you know, managers, who are more concerned than ever about information security and are increasingly staying up to date to the latest day-to-day -day happenings. Now, 
we talk about consultants, cyber consultants, and sometimes some cyber consultants are a detriment to their own selves. And I say that because some information security professionals are not staying up to date with the latest developments. So they may not be able to satisfy the executives with the traditional knowledge alone. So that in itself is a very, very important challenge moving forward. Um, although this might be a challenge, it could be an advantage for other information security professionals who were throughout the former eras when it was more difficult to sell their viewpoint. There is a dire need for information security professionals to stay abreast of all current incidents, well, you really can't cover all, but most of them and developments in their field. Now, the other thing too, is that they're increasingly complicated needs within cybersecurity. So with the advancement of technology, the advancement of IT, coupled with sophisticated cyber attacks, the job of ensuring the cyber and the information security has made it much more difficult than it was a few years ago. So especially now we hear a lot of talk about chat gpt right ai right most new technologies tend to focus on automation creating more opportunities for hackers to home in on automated platforms so as a result cybersecurity consultants must be on their toes with the advent of new technology unfortunately new technologies are being implemented and launched without even basic security aspects considered. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's that's where we are. I mean, I mean, there's a whole plethora of um, challenges, but for me, I think those are the two most um, concerning ones at this point in time. With regards to the human element, you mentioned earlier training. Does KPN Consultancy work with corporate business to ensure that their employees are being trained or is it something that you leave to the corporation to make sure that they are training their employees from a cybersecurity awareness standpoint? Okay. Well, as I mentioned before, one of our service um, cores is that we offer training to um, corporations that will bring um, the staff up to point or the employees at the point where cybersecurity is concerned. So if it's a one-to-one -one or is it as a group, well, then we do offer those services and um, they could be, especially with the technology now, whether I can do it in person or our team can do it across um, online, well, then it presents those options to um, offer those services. Question for you as well, um, in a related sense. Uh, it is my understanding that KPN Consultancy provides their services to corporate uh, companies. Do you yes. also provide any sort of, let's, I'll say the word consultancy mm -hmm. to everyday daily consumers? You mentioned Chat GPT. You mentioned, yes. uh, you sort of touched on something that I, I hear about a lot, and that is the lack of security built into the internet of things products yes one uh one example that we that we know that we hear about a lot in the cyber security world is that because some of these products are coming from developers that don't place a great deal of importance on designing security in yes once the consumer gets the item sometimes uh they don't change the default passwords and hackers are always looking for those those um those identifications those those items that 
have a very weak password, such as admin. That's right. That nature. Right. <laughs> so for the everyday consumer, do you provide that type of training as well, or do you provide that type of, of knowledge? Yeah, we provide all that type of knowledge. So, for example, with KPN uh, Consultancy, especially where we, where if we can't get to you as a corporate, of course, we use other media whereby we try to educate um, the consumer, right? So, for example, we use other social media platforms whereby that we try to, well, this draws from my experience as a pharmacist, again, where we take like technical communication, technical information, and transform it in a way that is easily digestible for the average consumer, right? So that's one of the soft skills that I've been able to transfer over into this field also too. So um, basically just, you know, let the general daily consumer know um, things about everyday life that they do, okay? When you are at your computer, especially at work, don't leave your screen open for everyone to, to use, you know, try to lock your screen, you know, I think as simple as that, even if you're entering the building, you know, make sure that there's no one, you know, looking over your shoulder to see, even though for some, it might not be cybersecurity, but like entering a digit, um, a digit passcode into like a keyboard or whatever the case might be, you don't know who might be looking to pick that up. Right. Uh, of course, your tags, your security tags, don't leave them around. So all that embodies um, security on a whole, but then it can have a disastrous impact even on cybersecurity once they go through certain stages to get to that endpoint of creating disaster. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. How do you, Paul, as a security consultant, stay up on the ever-evolving threat landscape? There are, we hear reports of zero-day attacks. That's right. Daily. We hear, right. we hear of all sorts of breaches across corporate networks. When it, mm. everything from financial to sometimes the ever critical grid, critical infrastructures are being attacked. There's so many things that are happening, and once you think that you zip that a corporation zips, yeah. up the, zips up the bag, yeah, threat actors open it up that quickly again. How do you? How do you stay up on, on all of that? Well, Doug, as I mentioned earlier, um, what we know today could be outdated within the next 24 hours or a exactly. week. Exactly. No, it's challenging. So what I would um what I tend to do, I try to subscribe to certain newsletters, um, certain groups on LinkedIn, you know, who has a special vendor, um, vested interest within cybersecurity. And one of the biggest things to, as I mentioned, to is networking. Um, by joining these groups, you're able to meet like-minded people and they're willing to share information and try to keep up to date as possible. And once you develop those relationships with some of those people, they're very willing to share that information with you, which I find um, there's a guy that actually he's in Miami who I met online in one of those groups. And on a regular basis, he dropped some, you know, very valuable information within my, my WhatsApp chat, you know, for me to chase up and follow ever so often, you know. And, um, you know, so things like that. It is. It could be a bit overwhelming, yes, but you just try to find um, the best information and probably it's, it's a two-edged sword because sometimes the most popular headlines are not only the ones out there. As you mentioned before, zero-day attacks. Those are the ones that are new and fresh. Cool. So you try and keep tuned to, you know, 
look at the most recent, like when I do a search, I look at the most recent information that comes out like a day ago, probably a week ago. And that for me gives me most of my information up to that point. So I do try my best and I do subscribe to a few newsletters, um, network with a few LinkedIn groups. And that's where I mostly get my information from really. I think LinkedIn is a very valuable resource. It, it is frowned upon depending on how people use it. And I know me from a security standpoint, but I've found it in my career travels to be very useful. So I, I tend to agree with you 100% on, yep. uh, on the use of LinkedIn. Yes. You came from, as you mentioned earlier in the beginning, you came from mm -hmm. Uh, some what I guess what someone would call the other side of the fence <laughs> in terms of one type of profession to another. That's right. There is a a, a, a obvious relative rel relative connection from yeah. the human relations standpoint. Mm -hmm. But That's right. if someone listening to this podcast or not listening to this podcast. Yeah. Thought that because of what we suffer today with respect to cybersecurity, mm -hmm. if they wanted to make the same transition from a totally different business aspect, yes. what kind of advice would you give them? Right. Okay. Well, the advice I would give them is believe in yourself. You know, it's never too late to switch if you have that. Okay. That passion, passion is very important. If you have that curiosity, which is also important too, two of those linked hand in hand would take you a long way. So with regards to advice, what I would tell um, people who are interested, as I mentioned before, um, education. Education could come in many different forms. Um, some people would use higher education to get uh, get their foot into the door in terms of learning about cybersecurity. Also, to um, some people use certifications. Um, there is a, a dispute whereby some people dispute whether higher education or certifications. Um, it all depends on the industry that you're going into. It all depends on the employers. Um, to me, where you get that knowledge from. To me, it doesn't matter. Is it what matters is is that you're willing to show those potential employers what you know and you you're passionate about what you do. That's important, you know, especially coming from a transitional field like myself. And um, there were challenges. Um, there were some people that scratched their heads and say like, "Huh?" But as I said, um, cybersecurity is not uh, a technical problem. Cybersecurity is so broad. There's so many different areas of cybersecurity that, as I mentioned before, that you can get into. Um, some people don't have none of the two. They don't have the education. They don't have the certifications. But what they do have is the experience, the work experience. And that, for some people, um, like, for example, some people might be working in other fields, whereby it might be IT related, but they might have picked up something along the way, you know? Um, so for example, me as a pharmacist, okay? Now, yes, you know, I deal with medicines and stuff, but I sat and I thought the other day, you know what? I've probably been practicing cybersecurity all of my life and did not realize it. <laughs> I'll tell you why. We deal with patients on a regular daily basis. Not only do we give the medicines out, but we also protect their data. Yes. If that data is compromised, you know, and it gets into the wrong hands, 
well, then it could cause a lot of problems at the end of the day too. So from that point of view, yes, when it comes to regulation and compliance, I've been doing that for the last 30 years myself too. You know, make sure that, you know, certain policies are in place so that it could make the organization or the healthcare pharmacies run more efficiently. No soft skills. No soft skills are very important and especially transferable soft skills. So as I mentioned before, taking that information and communication, communication is a very key word. It's not only communication amongst your peers, but also communication around different clientele. Mm -hmm. So me as a pharmacist, communicating with like-minded professionals like myself, doctors, nurses, and whatever. Likewise, that technical information, you have to take that technical information and transform it and communicate it in a way to the patients that they can understand what you're talking about. It's not an easy skill. It's a skill that has been, you know, um trained over um, you know you have to be trained well to do it and sometimes not every situation is the same so taking that experience you just have to um do, do the best you can of course there are the hard skills so yeah do a little boot camp you know there are certain websites that you could go online and you can actually you know test your cybersecurity skills or more or less develop your cybersecurity skills from scratch. You know, um, there are certain websites online that will be able to help you to do that. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. It's just a matter of finding it. And um, of course, one valuable resource too is finding like-minded people within the field. And as I mentioned to social network platforms like LinkedIn, that's a very valuable resource. Fantastic. KPN Consultancy is a new, up-and-coming, and future successful company. Tell us a little bit about anything you like the, uh, the the viewers and I should say the listeners to know about KPN Consultancy. Where can they find you on the web and anything relative to that? Yeah, sure, certainly. Now, before we get into that, mm -hmm. I want um, the clients to know that there are traits that, you know, a good or a very good cybersecurity consultant services provider. So some of the trades um, look at, they offer like a diversified portfolio. So for example, you know, you look for one of the best cybersecurity consulting companies with a deep, diverse cost industry experience, mm -hmm. showing their expertise. So KPN Consultancy, we look at the financial area. We look at the, um, what should I say, the retail sector. We look at the um, healthcare sector. We also look at the insurance sector and other sectors. I mean, cybersecurity, wherever it's digital and involved, it spans across many industries. Um, you look at the soft skills. Now, as I was just talking about, some of the soft skills that I've developed over the years is very instrumental. So I put it there on my website that I'm a pharmacist, right? Nothing wrong with that, but has a keen interest in protecting um, the data of individuals and take that chunk going forward. Uh, communication, the adaptability, collaboration, and critical thinking skills to collaborate with your IT team. I talk about the management and the clients in many cases. Now, life is complicated as it is already. So when you're looking for a, a good cybersecurity firm, you look for simplicity and you also look for flexibility. So. Here, the flexibility signifies effective cyber compliance. 
Um, it necessitates a persistent effort that covers the employee behavior. You're also a third-party risk and numerous other potential vulnerabilities in addition to application security. And by simplicity, we mean that you can steer clear of anyone who attempts to overly complicate cybersecurity for you. However, there are many consultancies out there that attempt to make their solution offerings complex to get you into a long-term agreement with a client. KPN Consultancy doesn't do that, right? Um, sincerity. We are very sincere consultancy, and we are willing to assist you with the simplest contract and terms of associations possible. The best way to do so is by talking with our existing clients and verify how well they cope with the deadlines while maintaining the quality of their services. And last but not least, I can say that you're backed by a trusted consultancy. So make sure that if you're hiring a cybersecurity consultant, they're backed up credible and a renowned consultancy. This gives you, the client, the customer, and the organization much more consistency and ensures that they are more accountable. We can be found at www.kpnconsultancy.com and our email address is admin at kpnconsultancy.com and social media pages we are on LinkedIn as KPN Consultancy, and you can also find us on Instagram as KPN Consultancy. Fantastic. I'm glad that you uh, allowed the listeners to know all of that. I will also put all those links in the podcast show notes so they can easily get to your business from all those particular locations. Thank you very much, Doug. Thank you, Paul. I definitely thank you for uh, spending the time to talk to me about it and letting the listeners know about KPN Consultancy. I would recommend this company to anybody who is looking to learn about how they can protect their corporate services as well as their corporate resources and their daily consumer resources. Paul, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much once again. Doug, thank you. The pleasure is all mine, and I hope to do it again and keep you up-to-date in the future. Excellent. We'll definitely have you back as we do a, another version of the Tech Times. Thank you very much, Doug. Thanks for listening to the Tech Times podcast with your host, Mr. Fresh. Tech Times can be heard via the Anchor app, Apple Music, Spotify, and other podcast streaming platforms.